Overcome evil with? Okay. And that's all I'm going to read to you tonight. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Father, we thank you for your blessings, your touch. God, I know that you've already done a great work, and I pray here this evening that you would move, strengthen, be with us. God, that you have already done a great work in this place, and you're going to continue to do so. I ask God that you would do this, and we ask it in the wonderful name of Jesus. The wonderful name of Jesus. You may be seated. I'm going to start a little strange, but let's just got a question. How in the world does the earth keep from colliding with an asteroid? Now, this is right up, that's right up your alley, the kind of preaching I'm doing. How do we do that? And that's not really anymore an unusual question. Because our planet bears scars of uh, past collisions that, is, that have actually happened. Scripture prophesies of similar occurrences in the last days. And the greatest minds in the world now ponder how to prevent such a collision. And there is a place called Neo Safety, and it's a company in Clear Lake, and it's studying this very phenomenon that I'm talking about. A lot of people suggested remedies and, uh, that, you know, that they think will work. The asteroid could be exploded with a missile. That's one of them. It could be pulled or pushed out of its orbit with a spacecraft. That's another. And there's another way. And these are scientists at the University of Arizona and Glasgow University have arrived separately at the same conclusion. One way to get rid of an asteroid is to paint it white. Robots could be created and transported for the purpose of covering at least a portion of the asteroid with white paint. Now, this takes advantage. I had to have, uh, and I may not get it right, uh, but I had to ask Eldar how to do this, of the Yarkovsky effect, so named for the Russian engineer in 1900 who theorized that the sunny side of an object in space is apt to radiate much solar energy. Thus, an object in space painted white would radiate sunlight, and this energy transfer would alter its path, sparing the earth. Now, that's a great strategy, and that's the reason I titled this what I titled it tonight, to paint something 
white. All right? Now, when confronted with an approaching collision, there is a certain technique for overcoming. We overcome evil with good. Or we paint it white and we forget it. Just that simple. When you're dealing with demons, you paint them white and you forget them. What I just did a minute ago, God showed me, I simply took authority over it and you forget it. All right? That's one aspect. When worlds collide, brute force is not always victorious. When kingdoms clash, the fittest don't always survive. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Thus our weapons are not flesh and blood. They are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, to the casting down of imaginations. Thoughts are taken captive. High things are humbled. And Paul wrote to the Christians in the heart of the mighty Roman Empire. He said, don't let the evil you see flummox you. Don't let the bad drag you down. You overcome it. You overcome evil. You don't let evil direct you. You don't let evil put you in a corner somewhere. You don't allow evil to put you down on the mat. You overcome evil with good. Are you hearing me, McCormick Street Church? You don't let this bother you. You just be thankful that we've done enough in this church to cause evil to come against us. And how are we going to overcome it? We're going to overcome it with good. Praise God. The Greek word for overcome is Nike. Does that sound familiar? It means to mightily prevail over an opponent. To be victorious. To triumph and conquer. In every situation. A few years ago, I preached a message called victory or victim. I was reminded of it. In every situation, we have a choice. We are either the victim or we are the victor. We will either overcome or we will be overwhelmed. You either push it aside or you let that thing wash over you and put you down and stay down. I can't allow that to happen, not to me. I can't allow that to happen to my family. I'm going to continue to do the right thing, live the right way. I'm going to continue to put evil in its place. I'm not going to let it get me down. I'm not going to let it overcome my mind. I'm not going to let it get in my heart. I am going to overcome evil with good. Praise God. We are meant to be overcomers. We are meant to triumph. That's what we're meant to do. I overcome with praise to God. I can't help it. I never get tired of talking about praise because if I get tired of talking about praise, I'm on my way down. I'm allowing evil to overcome me if I quit praising. I'm going to praise when I feel bad. I'm going to praise when I feel good. I'm going to praise when I can dance. I'm going to praise when I run. I'm going to praise whenever I get the opportunity. I'm going to overcome. Are you hearing me? I'm going to overcome evil with good. I'm going to praise God. Oh, 
has made me a conqueror. I came into Owen County to conquer. I'm not conquering through my strength, my power. I'm conquering through his strength and his power. I'm overcoming the evil in Owen County with good. We're doing it through love. We're doing it through painting it white. Come on now. We're doing it through painting it white. Oh, maybe you'll understand this. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe when it hits you, you'll just jump up and say, Hallelujah, I think I understand now. If you do it, jump up and say, Hallelujah, I think I understand now. Oh, you didn't understand that. All right. Yeah. Everything is beneath the child of God's feet. All things. Overshadow any opposition with his mighty power. Nothing, 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 nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. All things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible. I can overcome. I can overcome. I can be better than I am tonight. Praise God. Overflow with the presence and the power of God. David said, my cup overfloweth. Live over and beyond the brim. Are you with me? It's time to not, we just get the top of the cup full. Right to the very edge. We need to let it overflow. When you drink coffee, do you get a huff of cup? No, no. We get all the way up, don't we? In fact, a lot of times we get it so full that when we walk, it just kind of sloshes over the side. Now, that's the way I do things. I make a mess. I know you put one of the little lids on yours, but not me. I wanted everybody to know that the cup that I have is overflowing. It's going to be all over everything. Come on. Everything I do in God, I want people to understand and see that my cup overfloweth. Now, be full. Displace the negative with a fresh infilling. Displace it with a fresh infilling. Overrule any doubt-filled verdict of the flesh. Let's get rid of doubt tonight. Come on, take it out. Take out the doubt. Take out the doubt night at McCormick's Creek Church. Take out the doubt... Throw the doubt out. Take out the doubt. Throw the doubt out. Take out the doubt. Throw the doubt out. That's what we got to do tonight. Take out the doubt. Throw the doubt out. We don't have doubt in McCormick Street. All things are possible to them that believe. Oh. My good up here. Mm. Jesus said that we are to be of good cheer. He has overcome the world because he has overcome the world. That's why I'm to be of good cheer. And his overcoming spirit dwells what? In here. If you don't have the Holy Ghost tonight, you need to get full of the Holy Ghost. You need not leave here till you get full of the Holy Ghost and you can have the joy that I'm talking about. Come on now. Do not overstate your troubles. 
You ever notice how people overstate their troubles? But they never overstate their victories. Huh? Oh, it's so bad down here. My husband beats me. He don't love me anymore. He kicked me hard and threw me out the door. But I'm going to come to church and I'm going to worship God anyway. No! Because that's the only way I'm going to be able to stay. Come on now. I'm going to worship God. I'm going to love God. I don't care how bad things. I'm not going to overstate my trouble. I'm going to overstate how good God is. Oh! And do not go go overboard with the devil's lies. Be be overjoyed in the Lord. The Bible says to rejoice in the Lord always. Forces of evil flee when you breathe his name. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have authority through Christ to face life's difficulties. No power facing you is greater than the one who is in you. No power coming against you is greater than the one that is in you. None. Don't be overwhelmed by evil. Overcome evil with good. Now that was my preliminaries. I'm ready to start preaching. You ready? The words good and evil are paired together 223 times in Scripture. Adam and Eve faced the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Each human since since born faces a similar choice to do good or to do evil, to bless or to curse, to live righteously or to give in to this present darkness. That is your choice. You can go back to your problems and you can state your problems. You can embrace your troubles. You can talk to your troubles, you can tell the devil how powerful he is, or you can make a choice tonight to let God be the one who controls your life. You can make a choice tonight that I'm not going to embrace evil, but I'm going to overcome evil with good. I'm going to praise louder than I've ever praised. I don't care how bad things are, I'm going to continue to praise. Evil is powerful. Fostered by the evil one. Evil is a pervasive foe. Evil is born in the heart of every infant. It is hardwired into your nature. God is not tempted with evil. He does not tempt man to do evil. Evil is the tempter's business. He opposes everything and everyone that is godly. Paul expressed the war of the natural man in Romans 7.21. I find in a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. The desire to do good is the product of the one who is good. I like the good one, don't you? God created the world good. God creates us for good works. To be godly means to focus on the good. To be ungodly means to focus on the evil. As we focus on the good, we overcome the evil. Come on now. 
you got to think of the good things to overcome the evil. Whatever's good, whatever's pleasant, if there be any virtue in those things, Paul told the Philippian church, he said, think on these things. Don't, don't allow evil to come in and penetrate. Don't allow loneliness, despair, depression to come in and penetrate and stay there with you. When it comes in, you begin to think on the good things. And you cast that all of that out. And you begin to see God begin to work in your life. Let me give you a few examples. Joseph. Can you imagine? I, I love this. I imagine Joseph standing up there on his podium. His brother's coming up. He looks like an Egyptian. You know, and they come up. He stares at them. There they are. You know, just... Huh? Same brothers who almost killed him. Hear me? Same brothers who ignored his pitiful cries from the pit. He's got a right to destroy, to take his sword and lop them off. Have their heads rolling down. Put them on a pike and stick them all around him. And let the flies and the maggots eat their eyeballs out. Aren't you glad I'm full of the Holy Ghost? I can think of a lot of bad things to do to people. <laughs> you know, he has a right to do that. These same brothers sold him into slavery. And you know that jealousy that they had against him is as cruel as the grave. But now, the tables are turned. He's in a position of power. And they are in a position of weakness. But I want you to listen to that hard-earned wisdom of a godly man. This is in Genesis 50:20. Ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. What we need is 50:20 vision. That's what we need. Those who can look for the good will overcome the evil. Those who refuse to judge will find a place of victory. Or you consider Mordecai. He had faith in God. He rested in God's ability to protect and defend. Thus Haman hangs upon the gallows that he intended for Mordecai. Evil always digs a pit, then falls into it. I'm telling you, folks, I'm telling you, I know this firsthand. Evil always digs its own pit and falls into it. All you've got to do is give it time. You've got to give God a chance. And don't you go talking about months, weeks, years to me. God doesn't see things in those terms. You just give it time until it's God's time. Give God a chance and good will always win. He will always win. Let me just make it real simple for you. This is the message of Calvary. The message of Calvary. Just very simple. The first Adam believed evil and he died. The second Adam refused evil and he lived. Jesus triumphed over evil. And how did he do it? The devil overplayed his hand. 
The destroyer, destroyer incited a religious mob to crucify Jesus. Now, if the enemy had known what would happen when Jesus was crucified, it never would have happened. Never would have happened. If evil comes to the throne, it will not be there very long. I promise you that. I know that in my own life. When evil comes to the throne, it won't be there very long. The innocent lamb always conquers the devouring lion. That's just the way it works. If you will be the innocent lamb, you'll see the devouring lion going down. It will go down. Choosing good overcomes evil. Submission to God breeds resistance to the devil. Grace is found by the humble, resistance by the proud. Are you hearing me? Grace is found by the humble and resistance, I'm sorry, is by the proud. Lewis Mayer, I told Brother Ayers this before service. Lewis Mayer was a, I, I don't know exactly who he was. I, I found this story. I thought it was really good. Uh, he wrote uh, himself about an incident in his childhood. He said he'd been in a fight at school, and he felt bitter and he felt resentful. His body hurt from the fight, but his feelings hurt more. And so great was his smoldering anger that he could not enjoy himself. The next day at a family picnic, his mother called him aside and he said, Lewis, he said, come with me. I want to show you something. So she took him to the clearing circled by towering mountains. She said, Lewis, I, I overheard some things you said about that boy yesterday. And old Lewis, he feigned ignorance. Of course, you know how kids are. But his mother insisted. Finally, he said, yes. And, uh, I, I, I said, I curse you. That's what I said. And uh, his mother looked at Lewis and said, say it again. Now. And Lewis whispered, I, I curse you. His mother asked him to say it louder. Soon Lewis was screaming as loud as he can. And each time he called out, I curse you, the mountains reverberated it right back to him. Came right back to him. Echo. He stopped yelling and his mother said, now say, I bless you. He shouted these words only to have the mountain thunder back the same words to him. Now his mother asked, which do you prefer, son? It's up to you. Whatever you say to others will come back to you. Whatever you say to others will come back to you. Your life creates an echo. You can choose to bless or you can choose to curse. Each day you have that choice. Every day when you get up, you have a choice. Am I going to bless today or am I going to curse today? Because whatever you decide that day is going to come right back to you. With our words, we can paint things black. With our words, we can paint things white. I want you to hear me tonight. Focus not on the raging flood. Focus rather on God lifting up a standard. Focus on the standard. If everybody would live their life for God exactly that way, you would be a whole lot more successful. You would be a whole lot more victorious. You focus on the good that God lifts up. And He lifts up people. People that have stood firm. People that have not backed down. That's not given in to the tide that's out there. But rather have stood firm on the principles that all this is founded on. But 
But preacher, he said, I've been wronged. I've been wronged. You know, that sense of injustice proves you're made in the image of God. Now, you think about it. When devils walk in, it's because we are in the image of God. When bad things happen, it's because you're in the image of God. When people curse you, it's because you're in the image of God. When people lie about you, it's because you're in the image of God. When people come up with tales about you, it's because you're in the image of God. Everything I just said, Jesus went through in the Bible. It's because you're in that image. He is the just one, the justifier, and the judge of all mankind. Yet judgment does not belong to us, but to Him. Defer blasting the person. Bless them instead. And what does this mean? That means you put everything into His hands. We say the battle is not mine, it is the Lord's. We look at our struggles and we paint them white. We coat them with the love of God. We cloak them with His mercies. We paint it white and we forget it. Paint it white and forget it. I cannot forgive. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a sense of that haughty Britishness in that particular way of saying that. And I've heard that before. The haughty Brit, you know. I cannot forgive. I have been unjustly accused. I, who am a Drake descendant of the Queen of England, who everything that is bad in this world has come against me because I am a blue blood. I cannot forgive. And never has there been any more untruthful words than those. Now, when you say that, when you think that, I want you to take the time to stop and take a long look at Calvary. No, 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 I didn't say it right. Take a long, 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 long look at Calvary. And then maybe you won't be tempted to say it again. See how the just one was treated unjustly. Look at that. See how good triumphed over evil. He humbled himself to the death of the cross. Evil you may win the skirmish, but good always wins the war. Always wins the war. Painted white. You can forgive because you are forgiven. And that forgiveness enables you to do all things. But you say, I, I failed God. You ever, you ever notice how the enemy, when you fail God in some way, that the enemy always likes to go fishing in the blood? We preach a message on fishing in the blood. He's always trying to catch something that the blood has covered. <laughs> you hear me? What kind, of, what, kind of, what kind of bait do you use when you fish in the blood? But he's always got a hook down there trying to snag something and bring it back out of the blood. Huh? 
I talked to someone not too long ago, and, and they made the they made the statement, uh, statement and, and they understood it, but they were just struggling with it. And and they they said, you know, I know it's covered with the blood, but it keeps coming back. And I said, that is simply the enemy trying to bring it back. And if you're not careful, if you keep embracing it, you will find yourself thinking that God didn't do that for you. And I don't ever want to accuse God of not doing everything he's ever done. Everything he did on the cross, he did it for me. Everything he did on the cross, he did it for you. Everything he did, he did it for you. Though your skins be as your sins be as scarlet, though they be red like crimson, his love makes them whiter than snow. I don't understand why this happened to me. You know, the secret things belong to God according to Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. When we don't understand it, we need to start painting. You paint it white and forget it. Let, let, let me just be honest with you. There are some times that you can come up to me and say, Why, Brother Robertson, did this happen to me? Why did it happen to me? Why, why did it happen to me? Why, oh, why? When I am such a grand person, I never do anything wrong. My hair never is all messed up. <laughs> Like he got plugged in the light socket. <laughs> I'm just jealous, you know. I will like my my wife won't let me do that. <laughs> Why did it happen to me? And I just simply don't have all the answers. The best thing you can do is go to the nearest hardware store. Buy a can of white paint and paint it white and then forget it. And I guarantee you if you will do that and you'll just forget about it and you go on and you worship God anyway and you quit just, (laughs) you quit trying to figure it all out, then all of it will just disappear. The secret things belong to God. Not everything is out in the open. How do we paint things white? Through the words of your mouth. I remember, I, I, I know I've mentioned it a million times, but it was a message that Brother Balt preached that I will never forget. And we was just talking about this too shall pass. And I thought of this. Sometimes that's how you paint something white. You just simply say, this too shall pass. I, I, I don't feel good. I can't get over it. This too shall pass. You know, I, I, I don't understand why I can't find me a woman. Thank God this too shall pass. I need a man. My God, it better pass. Paint it white and forget it. <laughs> And then sometimes you just simply have to say, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. How do we paint things white? Through our mouth, through our worship. 
Oh, that is oh, that's a wonderful. When you begin to just simply confess the good things and you worship God, Asaph understood this. Because if you read Asaph's Psalms, you'll see how he reacted. He had difficulty in the sanctuary, but he continued to worship. He continued to worship anyway. Also through service to others. Even though things are not going good, I'm still going to do right by other people. A fulfilled presence, hear me, a fulfilled presence defangs an empty past. The fulfilled present, what I am here, I'm fulfilled now. I am fulfilled in this place. Right now, at this hour, I am fulfilled. You need to think that way. Don't think about tomorrow. And if you want to defang the, the past, be happy in the now. Be happy right now. God touched me. Right, sister? Go. God touched you a minute ago. You feel better and you know your blood pressure's down. You're happy right now. Don't worry about what happened an hour ago. Don't worry about what tomorrow's going to bring. Be happy in the present and defang the past. But preacher. But preacher. How many times have I heard that? The motorboat. But 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 you know I used to have an old boat motor did that that's what it sounded like but 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 I had a car that sounded like that old Dotson I used to have Rick probably remembers say he's not here tonight old Dotson I used to have you start that thing up and you hoped it had a big piece of rust in the gas in the gas tank. And it did fine until that piece of rust clogged up the, the intake on the, on the gas line. And then it just died and you had to wait for the rust to settle back down to the bottom so you could start it again. Go around, but, but, but that's the way people are. But preacher, but preacher, what we need to do is sing a song. We'll understand it better by and by. I guess what I need to do from now on when you come up with the but, 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 I'll start singing to you. That'll stop it. By and by, when the morning comes, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we'll, does it tell the story? How we overcome, and we'll understand it better by and by. You know, those are good old songs. Sometimes, you really are, they're good old songs. When you're sitting back there and you just can't understand it, you just need to remember that. By and by, I don't understand it. One day when I stand before God, I'll go back to that particular minute, because of course I'll remember it. I mean, I'm going to have a new body, but I'll keep that one memory. (laughs) Do you realize how unimportant it really is? Do you realize how unimportant it is in the scheme of things? But preacher, paint it white and forget it. God has forgiven you. He has released you from Satan's hold. Declare your newness in Christ Jesus. Think on the lovely, the true, the noble, and rejoice always. Rejoice always. Let's stand and have a rejoicing break right now. Come on. I'm not done yet. 
God has forgiven you. Rejoice in Him. You can paint it white and you can forget all about it. You need to stand. I just thought, get people to stand up. How come you not started? I'm ready for music. Did not I say that earlier? <laughs> Remember now, we talked about forgiveness. We talked about forgetting those things. Painting them white and forgetting them. Five people tonight. Five people tonight, and, and it, the altar's open for everybody, but five people tonight need to come down to this place, and I'll help you to get past it. We're just going to forget it. We're going to paint it white together, and we're going to forget it. And I, I, there may be more than five, but I can. right now God just spoke five in my heart. If there's 25, that's fine. It doesn't really matter, but God wants to do something good for you tonight. The British Navy has a saying, if it moves, paint it white. Thus, cables, chains, and other moving equipment is painted white in Her Majesty's service. If it is moving, paint it white. If it is hurting, hurting, paint it white. It'll be a good year. Let's paint it white. Come on. Let's paint this year white. Stand with me. Stand with me. You know what? This year... You're going to see your children saved. Paint it white. This year, you're going to see your children saved. Paint it white. I will see God using me in a greater way. Paint it white. Come on now. Then we're going to forget about our troubles because we got a brand new year. We're going to paint this thing white and we're going to see great things happen this year. If you need some help tonight with getting it painted white, I want you to come down here and stand at this altar. Come down and stand at this altar if you need help tonight. Come on. It doesn't just have to be five. It can be 25. If you need help painting it white, come down and stand here. Oh. If you need to rejoice and love God with everything, Right now's a good time.